40. Jizz exempt from piles, nor is the disease peculiar to either sex. Aside from the serious inconvenience and pain which are experienced with most forms of piles, there is a tendency to fistula, and to cancer in the rectal region. It is important, therefore, that the disease should not be allowed to run unchecked. Symptoms. The most common symptoms at first are slight anesthesis, such as a little soreness or itching at the verge of the anus, and at times lancing adding pains. These sensations are more severe as a rule if the bowels are constipated. If the piles are external they frequently become inflamed, swollen and painful, and in some instances they suppurate, which usually results in relief. When internal piles have increased to any considerable extent, or have become inflamed, they produce not only itching at the extremity of the bowel, pain in the back, etc. but also a sensation of fullness in the rectum, as though some foreign body were present, and, on action of the bowels, there is a sensation as though a portion of the fossae's had not been expelled. When the internal piles become large, they frequently come down with focal matter from the bowel, as illustrated in Figure 2. And this prolapsus becomes more and more marked with the progress of the disease, until, in many cases, the tumors are forced down at each action of the bowels, causing excruciating pain until they are properly replaced. Usually, in the early stages, they recede spontaneously, however, after a time it becomes necessary for the sufferer to press them back, but in some instances this is impossible. Frequently during the protrusion one of the hemorrhoidal veins gives away, and this is followed by a free escape of blood, and ulceration may ensue. Not infrequently with this disease the patient loses strength and flesh, and the face becomes pale and puffy, assuming a waxy appearance. Many times there is nausea, with vertigo, is consequence of the relaxation. The bowel may descend when on the feet, or with some extra muscular effort, especially when stooping. These symptoms may not all be present in one person, and, indeed, sometimes are somewhat obscure, when such is the case. An examination by a competent physician will always determine the true character of the complaint at once. Illustration, Figure 3, HI Internal Hemorrhoidal Veins, HM Middle Hemorrhoidal Veins, HE External Hemorrhoidal Veins. SI internal sphincter muscle, SE external sphincter muscle, treatment, notwithstanding the well-established fact that piles are readily cured by the appropriate treatment, hundreds of thousands of people suffer untold tortures from them because of the popular impression that they cannot be cured, all cases are not, however, amenable to the same form of treatment, for various unhealthy conditions of the system are often concerned in their production and perpetuation, and must, of necessity, be remedied by appropriate treatment, before a cure of the piles can be expected, it will, therefore, become apparent that the avoidance of causes is of paramount importance, some of these causes are external, and wholly under the control of the patient, while others depend upon diseases that are curable, it frequently happens that while other diseases are being remedied, the piles disappear without any special attention, diseases of the urinary apparatus, as stricture of the urethra, enlargement of the prostate gland, and stone in the bladder, dysentery, diarrhea, and constipation, all cause piles, by the irritation, and determination of blood, which they induce, these difficulties must be removed by appropriate treatment, some years since, we ascertained that we were using in our practice remedies which, in addition to other virtues, possessed a direct specific influence upon the vessels concerned in the formation of piles, these agents enter into the composition of Drive Pierce's golden medical discovery, which, consequently, 
will be found exceedingly efficacious in the treatment of this disease. This remedy, therefore, in removing the disease upon which the piles depend, as a congested or torpid liver, constipation, etc. and in exciting a direct curative control over the piles themselves, exerts a double influence. It may be aided when the bowels are badly constipated, by the use of dry pierces pleasant pellets, taken in the morning, to secure a regular and easy evacuation of the bowels each day. All stimulating food and alcoholic drinks should be abstained from. The cold bath is beneficial in these cases, provided there is not great debility. The affected parts should be bathed frequently with cold water, and, if prolapsus exists, it is well to inject a little cool water into the rectum, and allow it to remain a few minutes, as a soothing, stringing and healing application to the affected parts we prepare an ointment that has acquired great fame for the prompt relief which it affords in all ordinary cases, this we do not sell through druggists but can send by mail, on receipt of price, 1.00 per large box, postage prepaid. The persistent use of this ointment, at the same time keeping the bowels regular by the use of golden medical discovery, with an occasional laxative dose of pellets, will generally cure all ordinary cases of piles. The radical cure of large pile tumors. In cases in which the tumors have become indurated and very large it is impossible to effect cures by the foregoing or any other medical treatment. Various methods have been in use by the profession for the relief of the most severe cases. The most common is excision with the knife or scissors, reference to the large vessels, shown in figure 3, which are affected in this disease, will at once show the sufferer the dangers of this method. The sudden removal of a tumor, which is connected with one or more of the large hemorrhoidal veins, is sure to be followed by severe hemorrhage, and many times painful ulceration, and a fatal result. To avoid this it has been the practice of many physicians to apply caustics or to burn off the base of the tumors with a red-hot iron. A more barbarous and painful method could not be devised, when it is considered that in many cases, this severe and painful treatment is followed by ulceration, and occasionally by the development of cancer. The matter should be carefully weighed before any such dangerous procedure is attempted. Another common method of treatment is to crush the base of the pile with a clamp, and then cut off the tumors with scissors. After this it is also necessary to apply the hot iron to prevent hemorrhage. Formerly, applications of nitric acid were in common use by physicians as a means of cure, but it was found that while this treatment would give temporary relief, yet in no severe case would it effect a cure. By what we term palliative treatment alone more cures are effected than by the old process of treatment with nitric acid. Still another form of treatment is strangulation of the pile by means of a ligature and this is often more painful than the application of hot irons, inasmuch as in cutting off the return flow of blood from the piles, a large tumor is left for days fully distended and extremely painful. It does not slough off for a considerable time, and we have seen the strongest men suffer intensely, to whom the use of scissors in removing the tumors was a positive relief in comparison with the torture of the ligature, a treatment that has been highly recommended by some physicians and condemned by others is the process of injection with carbolic acid. This method of treatment is not very painful but, unfortunately, it is dangerous. The injection of the tumors with a fluid which causes coagulation of the blood, and which does not completely shut off the return current of the circulation through the tumors, has proved fatal in a small percentage of cases. The clots which are formed by this treatment become detached and are carried into the general circulation and conveyed to the liver, lungs and even to the brain, where, by plugging up the vessels of those organs, they cause abscesses which terminate life. 
Serious inflammation of the veins is another accident which often follows the injection of carbolic acid. This treatment island therefore, now seldom resorted to except by physicians who do not appreciate its dangers. A more successful method, fortunately for suffering humanity, a method of treatment has been perfected and thoroughly tested in our institution, in which all such trouble and danger as above described are avoided. This consists in bringing down the tumors, cleansing them and making application of certain chemical preparations that cause the tumors to speedily shrivel up, and in a very short time, say 10 to 14 days, disappear entirely. These treatments and applications cause no pain whatever, for by first applying a weak solution of cocaine to the parts they are speedily rendered entirely insensible, so that the most sensitive, nervous lady experiences not the slightest suffering from the application of our remedies, having now at our command means so positively certain in their action upon pile tumors. We do not hesitate to say that the very worst cases, no matter of how long standing, can be promptly cured. If we can only have the patient for a few days under our personal care, considering the very distressing character of pile tumors, it is a great boon that we have at last found safe, painless, and positively certain means for their cure. The news will be highly with joy by a large class of sufferers. Probably no other discovery in modern science is destined to be the means of conferring greater blessings on a large class of sufferers than that of a painless and positive method of curing the largest pile tumors in the brief time required by our system of treating them. It seems to us that there is no longer an excuse for anyone to endure the tortures inflicted by pile tumors, provided the afflicted one can command the little time and moderate amount of means necessary to secure the treatment indicated. Piles are not only in and of themselves very painful and annoying, but often greatly aggravate and even cause other grave and painful affections, and should, therefore, not be neglected. When large, they never get well without proper treatment. We have seen many cases in which the long train of diverse and distressing symptoms caused by piles led the sufferer, and even the family physician, to suppose that other diseases existed, but all of which annoying symptoms were speedily dispelled by the cure of the piles. We have no doubt that neglected piles, fistulae, and other morbid conditions of the lower bowels, frequently degenerate into cancerous disease. We have the eminent authority of J. Hughes Bennett, of Edinburgh, and many other close observers, for saying that benign or ordinary tumors often degenerate into a real cancerous disease, and our own extensive observation convinces us that this is not infrequently a result of neglected rectal disease, as piles, fistulae and fissures. How important, then, to give prompt attention and skillful treatment to disease of these parts, when the ordinary palliative treatment, with ointments and with laxative agents to keep the bowel soluble, does not completely and perfectly subdue the malady. Lose no time in securing the most skillful appliances, that every vestige of the affection may be promptly removed. We have treated many thousands of cases with uniform success, and our patients write to us expressing the greatest degree of satisfaction and recommending our method most highly, reports of a few cases, selected at random from the large number which we have cured, are given below to illustrate our success in curing them, anal fistula, fistula in ano. this disease is more dangerous than piles, though, after once formed, not so painful, it sometimes commences with intense itching about the anus, accompanied with a little discharge, or the first symptom may be a painful abscess, like a boil, which finally breaks, the soreness then in a measure subsides, leaving a fistula's opening, with a continuous discharge of matter, this unnatural opening, 
with its constant drain upon the system, sooner or later is certain to ruin the health or develop consumption or other maladies, and destroy life. Fistula in may exist in three conditions, first, complete fistula when the opening is continuous from the cavity of the rectum or bowel to the surface of the skin, so that liquids, gases, etc. escape, secondly, internal incomplete fistula, when the opening extends from the inside of the rectum into the tissues surrounding it, but not through the skin, a few cases of this kind exist, while the sufferers are unconscious of the nature of the difficulty, supposing it to be piles or some trouble they know not what, thirdly, external, incomplete fistula, when the opening extends through the skin into the tissues around the rectum, but does not enter the bowel, other complications, such as pendulistits or projections, from one-fourth to one and a half inches in length, are attendant upon fistula, two or more openings may appear in the skin, all communicating with the same sinus, or opening into the rectum, sometimes only a small external opening is seen, while a large abscess exists internally, in any case, the discharge is not only reducing to the system, but it is disgusting and offensive, causes the causes are a constitutional predisposition, constipation, piles, or the presence of foreign bodies in the rectum, causing an abscess or ulcer. Some authors have contended that fistula always originates from an ulcer in the rectum, which gradually makes its way through the cellular tissue to the surface. Others contend that the cause of this disease consists in an abscess, which burrows in the tissues and makes its exit into the rectum, or through the skin, or both. No doubt it may originate in both ways. It can readily be seen that when an internal opening is once established, the fossas which enter into it must sooner or later work their way to the surface, burrowing through those parts which offer the least resistance, until a place of exit is reached. Diagnosis. The disease may be suspected, if there has been an abscess in the parts involved, or if the patient has been subject to pain in the rectum, and the parts are tender, tumid, or indurated. When the fistula opens externally, the linen will be moistened and soiled with pus, or a bloody fluid, and when the tract is large, the fossas may pass through it, a careful exploration with a probe, passate into the external opening while the finger is in the rectum, generally reveals the direction of the tract, but, sometimes, in consequence of the tortuous course of the canal, the probe cannot be made to follow it, when the fistula is incomplete, and opens internally, the probe is passate into the rectum and directed outwards, when it may be felt externally, in such cases, a tumor, caused by the contents of the fistula, may generally be seen protruding near the anus, and the pain will be considerably increased during defecation, by the fossas passing into it and disturbing its walls, the examination should be made with the greatest possible care, for it is attended with more or less pain, treatment, when constitutional derangement exists, it must be rectified, or any treatment will be liable to a result in failure, the comfort of the patient may be greatly promoted by attention to the bowels, keeping their contents in a soluble condition, and the liver active, so as to prevent congestion of the rectum and adjacent structures. This can best be done by careful attention to hygiene, and the use of golden medical discovery and pellets, in sufficient quantities to produce the above-named effects. A radical cure, however, cannot be accomplished except by surgical means, for which we have the knife, ligature, caustic, stimulating injections, etc. which may be varied to suit the emergency, but which should never be employed except by a competent surgeon. Constitutional conditions materially influence the cure. No matter what procedure is adopted, the greater the constitutional derangement and the poorer the general health. 
the longer is the cure delayed. The great secret of our success in treating this disease consists in applying appropriate constitutional treatment at the same time. The use of the knife is becoming obsolete, and has, to a great extent, given way to other measures which are equally successful. Indeed, other means will succeed in cases in which the knife fails or is for any reason inapplicable. One great objection to the knife is not only the dread which patients entertain of it, but the great liability of its use to result in paralysis of the sphincters of the anus, the consequence of which is loss of control over the bowels, and in other is that it sometimes entirely fails to result in cure. By the means which we employ, these objections are entirely overcome, and, while the general system is being renovated, the fistula is healed, without any complications. Fistula is much more common than has generally been supposed. It is apt to be associated with pulmonary diseases. Heretofore, it has been supposed that to heal the fistula, during the progress of the lung affection, would result in fatal consequences, and the patient has been left to suffer and die under the combined influence of the two diseases. Observation, based upon an extensive experience in the management of such diseases, has proved that supposition to be fallacious in every respect and we would urge all persons afflicted with fistula to have the affliction cured, no matter what complications may exist. The fact underlying this erroneous opinion island that when grave constitutional troubles have company existed the use of the knife has resulted in failure, and the fistula has refused to heal. Having had ample facilities for observing the relative merits of the various methods of treating this complaint, in hundreds of eases, in our own practice and that of others, We feel justified in saying that the plan which we have adopted is far superior to that in general use. The local treatment which we employ depends upon the nature of the fistula, in some instances the ligature is best, in others caustics, and again injection, etc. While still others require a combination of two or more methods, or a modification of them, in cases in which it is impossible for the patient to come to our hotel for a radical and speedy cure of the fistula, we employ constitutional treatment. The use of a medicated crayon, which is similar in shape to a small slate pencil. This crayon is made of gelatin with the remedial agents thoroughly incorporated through it, and in an easily soluble form. They are very flexible and readily used, and where the fistula's track is sufficiently large to admit of their insertion, the most decided improvement invariable follows their application. One is oiled and gently introduced into the track every two or three days and by its solution the unhealthy tissues which line the track are removed, they are thrown off, and a healthy action is induced, with careful constitutional treatment, decided improvement soon follows, and the discharge is gradually lessened, the most satisfactory improvement occurs in the general health and strength of the patient, and gradually the fistula closes, sometimes it is necessary to pursue this course of treatment for many months, but the result obtained is sufficient reward for the trouble. A large percentage of cures follow this treatment, and we recommend it when it is impossible for the patient to leave home, or when the general health is greatly reduced by severe constitutional disease. Testimonials. While we had a great cloud of witnesses testifying to the efficacy of our treatment of the diseases described in this volume, yet for lack of space we can here introduce only the few following, liver complaint, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, NY. Gentlemen in the year 1889 I was taken with disease which the doctors called liver complaint. I tried three different doctors. They did me no good. They tried about one year. I was not able to work for two years. At last I thought I would try drive Pierce's medicines. And I wrote to Dr. Pierce. 
and he wrote to me to take his golden medical discovery, and I bought two bottles, and when I took it, I saw it was improving me, and I got five more, and before I had taken all I was well, and I hadn't felt the symptoms since, I had a continued hurting in my bowels for about two years, I feel as if the cure is worth thousands of dollars to me, yours truly, J.H. May, Pop Station, Pope Company Arc, Dyspepsia and Womb Disease, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, N.Y., Dear sirs when first taking drive Pierce's favorite prescription I was nervous and would have sour stomach and distress after eating, and when I would rise after stooping over everything would turn dark before me and I would feel dizzy. I suffered a great deal of pain at each monthly period. I took one bottle and a half of the favorite prescription, one teaspoonful three times a day, and the pellets, as directions called for. I gained in health and strength so rapidly that I have been able to work very hard the past summer and my back never troubles me, and when I have my monthly periods I never feel the least bit of pain. In fact I consider myself in excellent health. Very truly yours, Mrs. and S.V. Carr Ransom, Panama, Cho, Company NY Inflammation of Liver, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, NY, gentlemen I was taken sick with inflammation of the liver and could get no relief from the doctors of this place Randolph, NY. I was induced to use Drive Pierce's Golden Medical Discovery, and Pleasant Pellets, and after using five bottles of the medicine, I regained my health, and now I am a well man, I weighed 185 pounds before taken sick, and I was reduced to 135 pounds in 60 days time, I suffered greatly from headache, pain in my right shoulder, poor appetite, constipation and a sleepy feeling all the time, my health is now very good and I weigh 170 pounds, and I am able to do a good day's work without any trouble at all, thanks to these valuable medicines, yours truly, Thomas J. Bentley, Randolph, Cat, Company NY Liver Disease and Dyspepsia, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, NY, dear sirs I am enjoying excellent health, after taking a bottle of Drive Pierce's Golden Medical Discovery and several bottles of pellets, I am a different person, only weighed 119 pounds when I began taking your medicine, now weigh 160, my symptoms were pain under the left shoulder, distress after eating, headache, dizziness, constipation, and, in fact, my system was out of sorts generally, I tell everyone your medicine has done more for me than any other, I remain, yours truly, Mrs. Charles H. Hart, San Ardo, Monterey Company, California, liver complaint and catar, Dear sirs after suffering for several years with nasal catar and liver complaint, and having become greatly reduced in health, as a last resort I placed myself in your hands for treatment. My improvement began almost immediately after entering your institution. I was enabled to leave at the end of one month, having experienced great benefit. The treatment was continued at home for a few months, after which my cure was complete. At the present time, I am able for office work and feel that I am completely cured of the catar and have but little if any trouble with my liver, I shall lose no opportunity to recommend your institution or your medicines to the afflicted, I do most unhesitatingly recommend chronic sufferers to visit your institution or take your remedies at home, sincerely yours, William King, Rosebud, Pope Company Hills, a complicated case of stomach, lung, and uterine disease, 
Dear sir some six years ago I was taken sick with chills, I would have a very bad chill and then I would begin to sweat and vomit, I had no appetite, I had the catar very bad, I had inward troubles of different kinds, my back ached all the time, I had sores gather and break inside, I had a lung trouble, I was very bad off, I could sit up only long enough to have my bed made, my husband sent for our family doctor, he came three times a week for three months, I was not so well at the end of three months as when he first came, but kept growing worse, he gave me up to die, and said I had consumption, I had heard of drive pierces medicines doing a good deal of good, so I made up my mind to try them, I sent and got one bottle of favorite prescription, and one bottle of golden medical discovery, also one bottle of pellets, and commenced taking them, in a few days I commenced to gain, and in two weeks time I could sit up most all day, and in five weeks time I could do my work with the help of two small girls, after taking four bottles of favorite prescription, six bottles of discovery, and three of pellets, I was well enough to get along without any medicine, I can do a good day's work, and I owe my life to Dr. Pierce, with God's will and the use of Drive Pierce's medicine I am still alive and well, yours respectfully, Mrs. Clara Aradia Addison Point, Washington Company Me. Liver Complaint and Dropsy, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, NY, gentlemen about two years ago I was confined to my bed for several weeks with liver complaint, I became dropsical, my limbs swelled to twice their usual size and I could scarcely move them, I commenced using Drive Pierce's Golden Medical Discovery, one bottle helped me so I could sit up, two bottles gave me strength enough to be able to do part of my household work, six bottles cured me and today I am enjoying good health. The medical discovery should be in every household, and in gratitude for what it has done for me I have recommended it to many friends. For nine years I have suffered from deafness, and while taking the discovery, my hearing became much improved. Very truly yours. Mrs. I.C.D. Ananias. Person. Calaveras Company Cal Indigestion. Constipation. V.A.R.I.C.O.C.L.E. World's Dispensary Medical Association. Buffalo. And why, dear sirs in regard to my condition of health, will say, although I am not entirely well, yet I have received much and lasting good from your treatment. My digestion was improved greatly, so that little trouble is experienced after eating, my liver seems to act reasonable well, and my bowels are much better. My varicocele I consider entirely cured, as I have not used the bandage for one half day for more than six months, and do not experience any inconvenience from that source. Yours truly, Harlan Hodges, Coated, Keokuk Company Island Case of Chronic Diarrhea Cured by Home Treatment. At the time the case was first submitted to us the bowels were moving six or eight times a day. In addition to the diarrhea, the patient had suffered from indigestion and womb trouble for eight years. There was almost continual pain from the top of the head to the hips and through the shoulders. There was weakness, soreness and numbness in the arms, hands, back and hips. The bladder was irritable. Urine being passed frequently, or occasionally scanty, dark, thick, with a brick dust deposit. There was a dragging sensation in the region of the womb. Menstruation was irregular, and she had frequent trembling spells lasting for hours. There was difficulty in fixing the attention, even for a sufficient length of time to write a brief letter. In fact, she was so weak and nervous she could scarcely write at all. Sleeplessness was a prominent feature of the case. The principal diet consisted of light bread and hot milk, could not use graham bread, 
A course of special treatment was supplied to her about the 1st of January, 1890, but soon after commencing the treatment she had an attack of pneumonia, in due time the treatment was resumed, and then followed an attack of the epidemic influenza, or grip, so that, although the treatment was carried on at intervals during the year, there were but few occasions when our specialist had what he considered full control of the case. A year after the case was discharged the following communication was received, February 15, 1893, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, N.Y., gentlemen I should have written sooner, but I wait to see if there would be any return of my old disease. After suffering over eight years with severe chronic diarrhea, you have cured me, I have had no return of it for over a year. It is with gratitude I write to you to tell you the great good you have done me. For I am sure I would have been in my grave before this had it not been for your treatment. My stomach troubles me very little anymore. Occasionally I use a bottle of golden medical discovery and a bottle of pellets, hoping that the kind father may spare your lives for many years to do good to suffering humanity. I am very gratefully yours. Mrs. R.S.G.W.I.N. Pex Run. Upshur Company W.V.A. Liver complaint, dyspepsia, and constipation, cured by home treatment, received his first disability in the war, complains of getting very weak, bowels move only in three or two days, stomach so painful that nothing passes through it digested, back so weak cannot sit up, had the first attack of dyspepsia 15 years ago, and has spent hundreds of dollars trying to get well, kidneys badly affected, urine highly colored, and burns in passing has pains around the heart and fluttering sensations at times. Says, I am not able to travel, all the doctors have given me up as beyond medical aid. Reports after two months treatment, I am happy to say that I am almost well, suffer with no pain in my stomach after eating, my appetite is good, my bowels move once a day and very often twice a day. And the urine is natural, do not have that dizziness in the head anymore. Rest well at night and feel rested in the morning have gained flesh all the time, weigh 178 pounds, and work every day on the farm, have taken no medicine from any other physician, and give you and your medicine all the credit for the health I now enjoy. My wife has taken your golden medical discovery for goiter thick neck. She has taken it for about six weeks and she is getting better. John Ethelianer, Brooklyn, Indiana, Dyspepsia. World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, N.Y., gentlemen your letter was received, and I am glad to say that I am perfectly well, and have been since I took your last medicine, I think I am better than I ever was, if such a thing could be, I am 20 pounds heavier than I ever was before, weighing 155 pounds, I have not had a pain or an ache since, for which fact I am thankful to you for looking after my case as promptly as you did, as, in looking over your catalogue of diseases, I thought that I had every, 